Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And you got Brett. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We're uh, down in the Short Rod Studios for another episode coming at you this ice season. Of the Short Rod Show. <laughs> Sponsored by Miller Light. Yeah. We're having a good time down here tonight, so thanks for joining us, everybody. We appreciate your support. Um, listening to us in your car, in your truck, in the shower, out on the ice. That's the best. Yeah, I really love just hearing from folks also. like, It's cool to watch the downloads roll up and stuff, but what really gets me yeah. going is when we get Facebook messages, we get emails, and guys are like, hey, have you thought about this? Hey, I thought this yep. was really helpful for me. I'm just starting out. Or, hey, you know, this is something I've never seen before or tried or whatever. Uh, I really like hearing that you guys are getting value out of, or and gals are getting Absolutely. value out of uh, yep. what we have to say. Yeah, you can't beat the uh, asking price on this podcast here. It's free everywhere you go. Yeah, all over the internet. You can get what you pay for. Yeah. Yep. So what are we talking about today, Brett? Uh, so sticking in with the theme of, you know, this early season is when really everybody's gearing up. So now we're going to start talking about baits. So jigs, spoons, touch a little bit on plastics. Ben wants to save plastics. But oh, man, I could talk, man, I could talk on plastics. I just need to We'll make that a full-on episode one day, but yep. we'll we'll talk about a little bit about pairing with jigs and plastics yep. and stuff maybe. But uh, especially as we get into the holidays, uh, I feel like jigs and spoons are great holiday gifts. Like they're great stocking stuffers and that sort of stuff. So if you're wondering, hey, what do I get this person or that yep. person? And kind of specific, like we'll, we'll talk about specific names and brands. Um, not that you have to go with those brands and not that there's not other things that are like that, but if you're looking for gifts or wondering, you know, what exactly should I get? Uh, hopefully you can get some, yep. some good ideas. Yep. Well, that sounds good. And that, and really, you know, this, this discussion today, this is really what's connecting you with the fish. If you yep. think about it, yep. um, you know, you can catch fish a lot of different ways. You're not going to catch them without some kind of hook. Yep. And most of the time that's attached to some kind of jig. Um, you know, unless you're, you're tip up fishing with, that's a whole nother yeah. episode. Yeah. And we'll talk about that later this season, yep. I'm sure. So, um, I mean, up until now, we've really kind of talked about, you know, being on the ice and being comfortable and doing all that stuff yep. and, ta- and, you know, where do you go find information and all that sort of stuff where here it's now, what are we putting out in front of that fish's face yep. to try to get them to bite? So Brett, tell me about your history on jigs. Uh, what did you start running when you were a young lad down in Southern Iowa? Oh, the schoolie jig. The so schoolie when, jig. So all well, I run I don't know are. If we have any here. I, we should have had one just to, The original lead schoolie jig. Play with, yeah. yep. So what it is is, you know, when you buy a schoolie rod and reel, it comes with a little baggie, a little baggie in there. Yep. It's a jig. And I mean, like, the the line that comes on the schoolie line is like 10-pound test. Like, it's it's a rope. Yep. Uh, so you're not losing that jig unless, I don't know, you snag something, you can't break it off. Uh, yep. So, yeah, I ran that, and it was to the point where a lot of them didn't have any paint left on them. It was just straight lead head. Uh, so, lead vertical presentation, right? Horizontal presentation is what those are that come in okay. with the schoolie. I was thinking they were verticals. Well, I mean, it depends on how you pull the hook, pull the knot. Depends on which schoolie you get. Depends on where you put the knot. I thought they came with different jigs depending on the schoolie. Uh, maybe a different color. Yeah. But I think they're all the same. They're all horizontal presentation. they got a flat bot- bottom and kind of a dome top on the lead part and then the hook coming out the back. Yep. Uh, well, I guess the, the eyelet's kind of 
probably forward at a 45. So you could probably do both. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I just had in my head of just a vertical presentation schoolie jig. Yeah. So that'd be the first introduction to jigs and then always running wax worms on them yep. growing up. Um, and that caught everything in farm ponds, bass, bluegill, crappies, yep. catfish. That's all everything that could be had could be had on What else could a boy jig. want? Yep. Nothing. Yeah. I kind of cut my teeth on, on the lead jigs like that. Um, yep. And then also uh, some specialty kind of homemade stuff. Yep. That my grandpa made. So he w- he was a big innovator of, of jigs. Um, I feel like he was a tinkerer. Yeah. When well, I see, you know, just kind of showed me that tackle box. It's just like, it, it, it looked like there was a lot of things that he just, that he was like, you know, like if I adjusted this a little bit or did something, yep. it would fit the situation I need. Yeah. And, and really like you think of, you know, 40, 50, 60 years ago, there was no, there's no, you know, baits like what we have today. Yeah. You had to make your own. And, uh, it was really some home built stuff. So, um, you know, really the, the lead baits got people, the lead jigs got people by for ever. Forever. Yeah. You know, now tungsten's um, in and tungsten really took over. I remember kind of looking at my first tungsten jigs, uh, in college and they were, they were expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they're expensive now, but you you look at you know you're kind of changing your mentality of oh I could pay you know a dollar twenty nine for a jig yep and then now I'm gonna pay what four ninety nine no like yep. is it's it to do five times as good nah I don't know depends on what situation you're in so yeah and then uh, when like the Brantner jigs came out at, at Hank's Bait and Tackle and they're like six ninety nine yeah then you're like okay those are a little different like wow the, you're paying for paint with the oh absolutely boys. yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's just interesting the marketing that goes into into some of that, um, yep. And yeah, absolutely the the paint jobs worth it to some degree. I think the hook is is really where it's at. Hook's a big deal. You get a good hook. Yeah. You get a good sharp hook. You get one that's not going to break off, bend. Solid hook. Um, you yep. know, it's it's the foundation of the jig. So yep, that's kind of we're looking at some some jigs here. And um, really, I guess, and really when they're that sticky that they stick to you. Yeah, you can feel oh, sticking to the that. fingerprint on your finger. Yep, you're like, if that fish breathes on that jig, I got him. It's going to get him, yeah. So make sure you got some sharp hooks, too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, I guess historically, and before we even started this podcast, we ran Widowmaker Lures. The whole, I mean, that's all I've ever really, like, once I started making a conscious effort to start buying and filling up a jig box, Widowmaker's just kind of been the whole the whole time. It's nice. It's Eastern Iowa Company. Yep. Um, it started out small. It's not as small as it used to be anymore, but uh, I like supporting those guys. Um, they put out some quality, uh, and I feel like they for the quality of jig that they put out, yep. it's at a great price point. Yep. Like that's the deal where I, I'm a little bit frugal. I don't like to just blow money all over the place. So um, I really want to know that I'm getting the best bang for my buck. And for me, when I go through that, Widowmaker Lures is that a lot of times, and that's not – I mean, there's no sponsorship opportunity. There's no sponsorship things happening here. Yep. That's just that's just what we run. Um, yeah. Now, does Brian send us a few jigs every so often? Certainly, uh, to yep. try out and look and get experience with. And some are better than others, uh, for sure. But I think still are uh, tried and true. And you've heard us talk about this a lot of the caddis canes, um, yep. which are, are baits that I really enjoy. Yeah, and the the profiles that are around. I mean, really. When you think about profiles, you got your your teardrop jigs, your dropper jigs, you know, that's... Yep. Those are like your classic looking jig. You know, good confidence bait. You know, if you're out somewhere, you just want to get on some fish, see if they're going to bite. Yep. 
chances are they'll bite on that. Yep. Um, if it's more of a finesse bite, that's where you really get into the different profiles. Yeah. Uh, I feel like having a, a wide range of jigs that, I mean, that's, that's all I do. Like I, I have jigs on jigs and Brett, I feel like you're more of a, you're more of a go-to kind of guy. I'm more of a, I have my, I definitely have my go-tos, but I'm more thinking about the differences in each one of those jigs. So like when we mentioned tungsten versus lead, the reason you go with tungsten is because it's more dense. So I can get for the same weight between tungsten and lead, I can get half the size of the profile. So the jig can be a lot smaller and still get plenty of weight to, you know, drop through the water column, keep line tension. So you don't have a bunch of coils in your line if you don't like to fish that way. Um, but I think what's been lost a little bit with everyone be like, Oh, tungsten, this tungsten, that is, there's a lot of value in those lead in that lighter lead still or the tin even where you get a little bit lighter drop. So like, yep. You mentioned the teardrop jig when you're jigging that all you're getting is just straight up and down motion, up and down motion. It's not quite as natural. Yeah. And, and the way it looks in the water, the presentation is very much just up and down, up and down, you know, straight drop, straight back up. Yep. You know, not a lot of things in nature do that. There's a little flutter to them. It's yep. a little bit slower, you know, on the drop. It, it, yeah, it's, it's a disadvantage to get down to the fish quite, you know, not quite as fast with a lead jig, but it's going to flutter as it goes down and kind of float, you know, kind of like a, yep. you know, like a flower a bug or something down. Yeah. You know, yep. something could be just kind of hovering in the water. Yep. Uh, I, I refer to that kind of like as a slower bait. So like, Cadis canes are a good example. Like that thing falls like a damn feather. Like if you're fishing below thir- 15 feet, oh gosh, you got to have some it. patience. Yep. Hopefully you're not fishing schooled up fish that are moving real fast. Yep. Uh, but what's, what's interesting about that. So when you rip and jig, it just kind of, you pull it up and it just kind of flutters back down. Yep. You pull it up and it flutters back down. We're like a lot of variability in how it falls versus yep. just straight up, straight back down. You know, gravity's just pulling yep. it right down pulling the, it right back to the bottom yeah so that's really what i look for when i want to differentiate between jigs anyways is you know yep. in my mind what do i think that jig is going to do in the water yep. like is that jig going to do this exact same thing as five other jigs that i already own or is this one going to do something a little bit different um yep. so you look at like ice flies or you look at which which these are all widow maker brand widow maker names um what are some other ones ben the teardropper ice flies you got the Cadis. Um, what was that one? It's got the little little thing uh, poking out the side. Ice lights. Ah, we got. I gotta look them up. I can't remember right off the top. But. There's so many good names. I I feel like that could be someone's job is just thinking up jig names. Yep. Just something catchy, kind of makes sense about what it looks like, but at the same time, you know, just as marketing genius. Yep. Yep. But, um, yeah, like I mentioned. That, or you got vertical versus horizontal. Oh, yeah, what were these ones? Uh, droplet. The droplet, which is kind of an extended, uh, which I thought was a little bit gimmicky <laughs> last year until we started using them, and it was an absolute hammer. Like, I was very impressed with that droplet, yep. which is, it, 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 if you think of kind of like your regular dropper jig, but that tungsten is kind of extended a little bit. Like, it's like, it's not just balled up on the end. It's kind of pulled through a little bit more. Uh, and I was like, oh, like it's just going to fall the same way, but it had a dip, it had enough of a different profile. Was that, that it? Yeah. Yeah. That was the one I was thinking of. Little nip. The little nipper. Uh, cause I got the little nipper with the, with the, uh, uh, skirt on it. Yep. And the Neely bug. Yeah. Dang it. These Those are all bringing back The memories. Neely bug was a little bit of a bust, but. The binkle? 
Oh, oh yeah, the binkle. That was the one I was, that had the little thing flipping <laughs> off to the side. Uh, we're just going through their site. Slow just, down for a second. Okay, hold I, on. I want to talk about right. two of those baits. Go for it. Let's slow down. Um, wow, I lost my... Oh, and the, the droplet. Yep. So I did think, you know, honestly, when that first came out, I thought it was a little gimmicky. But on... Brett's very skeptical. I am. I'm a skeptic right off the on bat, it. You're like, now nah, why do I need to change it? Well, why would the, it? Like in my mind, when I look at that bait came for versus forever. the drop, like the regular dropper jig, what would be the difference in the water? It it would do the same thing, but it has a little bit. Di- I, I assume I don't know what else would be going on down there, but it has a little bit different profile. Yeah. It kind of pulls that weight back a little bit on the hook, so maybe it's doing a little bit more rocking action. Yeah. Um But it def- it certainly like. I was very impressed with the fish we were catching, um, and it has enough of a wide hook gap. I mean, we, I put some big bass on the on the ice with it. Um, yep. I was pretty impressed with that. Uh, the other one, the uh, uh, what was it? The little nipper. Yep. <sighs> a little disappointed. I thought it was going to be a better bait than what it is. At least what I've caught with it. Um, it does all right, but it's not as good as I thought it was going to be. The, the binkle. I like the I like the way it looks in the water. And the ice slice. But I really have yet to catch much. The ice lice, uh, it's all right. I, I still prefer the cat. So the ice lice is the tungsten version of the caddis cane, right? No, there's a tungsten caddis cane. Oh, there is a tungsten caddis. Yep. Ice lice is basically like a half-size caddis cane. Oh, that's right. Really downsized. That's right. And, and that's where, you know, basically I, I like to start kind of in the middle and then work my way from there. I'll work up or down based yep. on kind of what I'm seeing. Um but really, I know we're not going to talk plastics a whole lot on this episode, but just finding a corresponding plastic that fits with that jig profile yep. is important too. Yep. And then whether you're fishing horizontal or vertical jigs. Yep. So you got two different options there where some of them will be vertical and the hook will be, you know, your, your regular J looking, or if you're horizontal, yep. then the hook comes off the top. Um, that makes a massive difference. Like, yeah, there's just days there's certain ponds, certain lakes that prefer the horizontal look. And it doesn't matter what species of fish you're fishing for. Yep. It's just they prefer the horizontal. Or oh, that was a nice crack. That was good. And then there's days that they prefer the vertical. And I don't know, there's no rhyme or reason to it that I can come up with yet, but there's just that time. Yep. Um, and so go for it. What's I think is a little bit interesting the way that we fish is we're we're not all in on one or the other. No. I feel like a lot of people in the last two, three, five years have been just tungsten only. Yep. Right? They if we're you know, the fish aren't biting on tungsten, I don't know what to do. Right? Um and really well, that's all they got you in know, the box. You can go you can go small on tungsten down to like a three mil dropper jig. And that's still going to be probably twice or three times as heavy as a lead jig will yep. be, you know. So you're really missing out on that real finesse bite. And it gets tough around here. When we're out fishing and it's January and there's a bunch of ice and it's high skies, you need something finesse. Yep. You know, you're not going to convince a fish that really doesn't need to eat to eat something unless it's something that's, you know, I, I feel like there are times that we go too quickly to the finesse. And this Ooh. is just me thinking outside of the season, outside of I, the situation. Oh, I don't know. You're you're sorely mistaken. But there are times where, you know, you're just holding, I'm just holding my cadis, and I've got a wax worm on there, and there's a fish looking at it, and I'm like, eat it! <laughs> you know, I mean, yep. and it's not happening. 
Yep. And so you're like, oh, what else can I do? Like, they're just not going to eat. Like, yep. There's no, there's yeah. no other options. <laughs> like, if they're not going to eat this, they're not going to eat anything. Yep. Where I think, I think I just need to go super aggressive. All right. Thinking just outside the situation. Bite. Yeah. Just I scare think the scare the crap out. This year, of I'm going to try that a little bit more. All right. Um, just really get something big and aggressive on there. Maybe a yep. rattling flyer with a freaking I don't know, yeah. leech on there, Ooh. or a nightcrawler. We do not fish leeches enough. Well, you can't get I, them I in the winter. Leech, you can't leeches, get leeches, leeches in the winter, Ben. What about the uh, fake ones? The new now you're isn't going, that like Northland's? Yeah, you're fake? going a little far off the playbook for just me saying. now. You're losing me. I'm not going to put a plastic <laughs> leech on my <laughs> rattling flyer. Um, the other thing with the uh, the finesse jigs like that is, you know, you a lot of guys like to fish aggressively because it's more fun. Yep. You know, you th- you think about just pounding baits on nice rods three pound line four pound line whatever good to go right sometimes we're getting so finesse that it's down to like one pound line two pound line yeah you know real light you know your schoolies are fine uh super super noodle rod that kind of thing and those are typically on heavily pressured like and by pressured lakes i mean a lot of people are fishing like typically if you got to go that route you're on a pretty heavily pressured lake I really pride myself on catching fish like that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, you do. I like, like I like even you even do it when you don't need to. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I Where caught it's detrimental to catching them. This kind it. of fish on this bait with one pound line, yeah. and I just had a I had a blast. And then you decide you know? to boat flip them, and you break off every time. Exactly. <laughs> Broke them at the hole. Yeah, he got snagged on some sketchy ice. It's yep. not my fault. Yep, I got him to the hole. That counts. <laughs> yeah. Um, or or catching just ungodly huge fish on just small teeny line. tiny yeah, tackle where you're like sweet it's coming up and it looks like crappie and then it's like a carp or something or it's like you know Catfish. a ten inch bluegill you're yep. like shit I wish I'd had eight pound <laughs> line to horse this thing in <laughs> yep but let's pull them up uh, let's touch on spoons quick a little bit yeah we got time what uh, what's your go to the rattling flyer you like it all in on the rattling flyer you got a color if you look at it. Oh, I like the perch color. Perch color. Yep. If you look at the rattling flyer, it's kind of like a, uh, almost reminds me of like an airplane. When yeah. You look at it. Sure. Um, has kind of a round body and then a couple wings on the side. Uh, m- must have a little bit of curve to it. Yeah, the wings have some curvature because it likes to you know spin around a little bit. Um, and when it falls, it's got a real erratic fall. Yeah, it really shoots off to the side. Yep. Uh, if you jig that aggressively, you can get it to where you can't even see it on your transducer yep. Yep. screen. Um, so, th- yeah, that's reaching out to the sides. It's being erratic, doing all kinds of goofy stuff, um, really stirring up, you know, mostly crappies. Got some bluegills on it, sure. too, but I'm sure it'd work for walleyes, too. Yeah, for me, it was a rattling flyer for a long time, but the perch talkers really caught. And oh, like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. It's the dumbest-looking bait. But my gosh, yep. it's gotten. It's yeah, I really got on up. that last year and really dialed. So in. what it is is it's just like a couple of beads and some discs like stacked on top of each other that, that uh, for about two inches. Yeah, your kid thought about it, and they're white. That's, that's what it looks like. This whole thing's just white. Yep, you're like that's and, not going to catch. And there's a dropper chain, and then it goes down to a treble. Yep, and you're just bang, 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 just hammering that on yep. through the water. And my God, does it bring in the fish? It's, I'm impressed. Like, yep. I thought that was stupid, but it works. I know. I'm glad you tried it. It works great. I was very skeptical. No, you got it for me. 
I know, but I was yeah. like, "Oh, I'll Brett get Brett something stupid so he yep. doesn't catch nothing." <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sabotage your whole season. Exactly. <laughs> the first talker. That's pretty funny. Got that big bass. Oh yeah. Well, we got that video on. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You never know. You never know what you're gonna get there. Um, but yeah, spoons. I want to use more Castmaster type stuff this year. That's yeah, I like the Swedish pimple. Yep. I run that a lot. So yep. actually, speaking the of classic that, baits. one thing that you know has changed my 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 mentality or my view on ice fishing a little bit and baits that you need to use is that, you know, you always tend to like, Oh, we need small baits, small lures for ice fishing. Mm-hmm. And that is, could not be further from the case. Like, Ooh, tell me more. I've seen like our buddy TK, uh, he throws on a Swedish pimple that's golden. It's like three inches long. It's huge. Like this thing is massive. It's like a blade bait. Uh, he'll throw some wax worms on there and just hammer bass in Southern Iowa. Just mm-hmm. like, this bait's huge. And I'm like, what the heck is this monster thing? That's awesome. And they just, and, and he's not afraid of it at all. So don't, that's what, that, that's what leads me to think maybe I don't need to be so finessed. That's probably the key is not to listen to the short rod show. Just go do your own thing. Yeah, just do probably it. Probably do better than we do. Yeah, I hope you do. <laughs> that's awesome. Big baits. Yeah. Don't be afraid of them. Um, on, on that note, last year, um, with some big plastics, I caught a nice crappie, and I was impressed. I was not how big. I was going for broke. When you're saying big plastics, it was big? a 14 inch, 14 inch crappie. How oh, big no. are the plastics? Plastics. I don't give I a shit a about two the inch. crappie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two inch, two inch plastic. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, that is a good size for ice. That that's that's like way out of my element. Um, but yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Big fish like big baits. Going for broke. I like trying different things now. Yep. I'm kind of to the point where I've caught a lot of well, different fish. Because you've had a little bit of success with it. Yep. Now you're hooked. Yep. Now I'm like, you know what? I'll just I'll try something different. Do something I'll throw off this the wall. On, yep. Try something a little bit out of the ordinary. Um, something that I wouldn't do normally. But Well, it helps now. Um, I feel like we have enough confidence that we're in fish. Yep. Like we're confident in the the spots that we're fishing. Yep. The electronics that we're running. We know there's running. fish there. We can catch them. We know we're in the fish. Yep. Um, so... I can throw whatever bait I want down there. Yep. Like that's always been my philosophy is I don't care what bait. As long as I'm in the fish, they're going to bite it. They're going to bite something. Yep. Like I don't, I don't get into, Oh, we got to switch, you know, all this crap and figure it out. But yep. speaking of that though, speaking of switching a lot of crap and stuff, but, uh, <laughs> color, what do you think yep. on color of your jigs or, uh, spoons? Are you a big color guy? I'm not a, I'm not a huge color guy other than, I like. Pink. I really thought you were gonna say you were pinks and whites. Okay, basics. Yeah, back to the basics. Yeah, or I'm maybe a dark. I like dark. I know. I might get a little wild and get a little perch color, but that's about it. I like a dark Brett, purple, about, dark blues, blacks. You, you pull out, you know, the craziest color stuff. I'm like, okay, that's kind of dumb. That's, and then, <laughs> that's stupid. And then you end up pulling out a fish before me. It's painful. Or reds. Yep. Or glow. Even during the day, I like glow color. The other thing that, I mean, you turned me on to like the gold and the, the silvers. Yeah. You know, the copper color, bronze, Metals. brass, yeah. whatever, uh, gold color, flashy stuff. There's definitely, but there's definitely value in there. You need another? No, I'm good. I was going to say, you're leaving me already. I hurt your feelings, Brett. Quick hy- hydration break here. Good thing the fridge isn't that far away in the studio here. 
if you guys haven't seen some of our episodes, um, look up like season three. We got some videos of uh, the Short Rod Show studio. Kind of see what we're dealing with. Yeah, it's pretty slick setup. It's not bad. But uh, what um, I guess <laughs> when I was thinking of this topic, I had thoughts on, you know, trying to talk about what situations you would use a particular bait for. Yep. So, like, in Iowa, particularly we run into when we're fishing a lake, they're all main main bodies of water. They have a lot of, when I say structure, I would I would call that, like, rock piles and brush piles that the DNR or somebody has put in the water. Yep. Um, if you were fishing, say we're going after crappies crappies okay and they're basin crappies yep what are you putting on spoon okay what kind of spoon rattling flyer okay <laughs> that's what my color? go-to oh i do i do either well i i like pinks and whites for crappies so i have some variation of that yep some with a little bit of flash um and then i'm probably doing wax worms on there just because that's that's a go-to yeah um, plastics and spoons, eh, not yeah. really a lot of good options. There's, so you've turned a me couple. a little bit. I'm surprised you said wax. Well, I think we've turned each other. Actually, 180. See, I think I think the issue is we haven't been fishing since last year. Yeah. So now we have this image in our minds of what we like to do. And then <laughs> we we'll, want to be. We'll get out on the ice and be like, ah, oh, shoot, I don't want to be like Brad. I'm going to do my own thing. And you're going to say, I don't want to be like Ben. Well, no, I'll what I was going to say. Thing. Well, it's interesting. When we first started fishing, you would have been all plastics the whole time. You wouldn't even thought about waxworms. Yeah. Where yep. now, what I was gonna say was, I would have, I was gonna go a uh, Acme rattling jig mm. with right. with a plastic, dang gold, or no black, black jig, uh, white nuggy. Holy crap! Wow, the domino. Yeah, I like that combination. Yep, works out. Oh, actually, I take that back. It's not white, it's glow. glow the glows nuggie. are pretty sweet. The glow nuggie. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, I remember when I found the nuggie, that was a gr- that's a great story. So the nuggie is a little semen-looking bait uh, yep. from Little Adam Bait Company. Yep. Um, we've yeah. had a lot of success with them, real, if you're curious. Real cheap. Oh, yeah, Kind of not super easy to find. I don't know where you'd find Little them. Little Adam, either. that's the only place you can find them. Yeah, but I mean. Or Hanks. Hanks Bait and Tackle has yeah. them. I haven't really seen them outside of that. No. Um, yeah, so I was in a, I'm sure I may have told the story before, but anyway, I was out on a little lake, um, in town I used to live on. And this was back in the days where, I mean, I was super happy to get somebody else to go with me. I was like, sweet, yep. I can take Some my other show. idiot. And then they'd get out there and be like, this is what you do. Like, this is it. I'd be like, yeah, isn't it great? Look at this. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, great? <laughs> got the heater, we got the hot chocolate, we got the shelter. Yeah, it's no good, fish, good but we time. got all this. You know, catching little crappies and bluegills, whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure, it's great. Um, and I was out there they fishing by myself. Again. Yep, never, never <laughs> came again. Fishing by myself, um, pr- pretty sure, probably on a weeknight, you know, just, just something to kill some time. And uh, I was not catching anything. We're in a pretty deep hole. It's like 30 foot of water. And... I hear these guys next to me just, oh, got another one. You know, you don't really hear the, anything about this the fish. This is before you had a flasher. No, I had a flasher. Oh, you did? Okay. I had a flasher. 
I could tell it was 30 feet of water. Before, I was like, oh, yep, it's a lot of water because I got a lot of line out. Yeah. With my little line weight and everything. And uh, they're like, oh, got a fish, got a fish. They're reeling in fish, and I can tell them, like, dang it. They're just getting into them, you know? Cool. And uh, the guy's like, oh, yeah, pass me another one of those noogies. Oh. I'm like, noogie? What the? <laughs> is that like what the? Is that like a beer or like some chips or, you know? A some, doobie? I don't know. I don't, you know, not sure. And uh, the other guy's like, yeah, I'm sure sure glad we found these noogies because we would not catch anything without them. That was literally what I heard through. You know, when it gets, there's no wind. Yeah, it's you can hear anything. Zero degrees out, yeah. and it's just you and, you know, 30 feet away, some guys in another tent. Sound You travels. can hear everything. So I'm, I'm on my phone. I'm, like, trying to find what the hell's a noogie. And I'm typing in. I'm like, N-U-G-I-E. Now, okay, that doesn't come up. No, that's Nuggie. Yeah. N-U-G-G-I-E. And it comes up, little Adam Bait Company, and it's a little, you know, it's got a little round head. It's tiny. Yeah. And it's got just this little wispy tail on the end. Yeah. I'm like, that is crazy. That's it. That is it. Yep. And uh, went to Hank's the next day. They had a ton of them. I'm like, Nuggies. Yes. We got a whole rack of them over here. Every color you could want. Um, So, yeah, the red Nuggie pink nuggie yeah mini the mini ones i was gonna say the mini or the full size mini yeah yeah um yeah real interesting little plastic bait but and now when you look at it, i'm i don't know how old those are it's pretty old design yeah they're not gonna change them no but you look at some of the newer baits now it's replicating the same kind of action. oh yeah, yeah you yeah. know a little wispy tail kind of yeah. tapers off at the end yeah um pretty cool profile but when you when you put that on a on a bait it really just wisps up and down in the water. Well, and they got a little bit of grease on them. Like, there's some scent or something going on in those yep. things, too. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. The noogie train. Yeah. And then I met Brett and showed him the noogie. And yep. So then that's my go-to crappie bait. All about it. If I was going to be fishing suspended crappies like that, that's what I'd be running. So I want because I want a little bit of noise, but then I need that, that yep. finesse when they come in. Because I, I was running waxworms before, and that's, that's just a pain. If that's all you're running is waxies. I mean, you're constantly rebaiting. Yep. They're, you know, trying to. But keep you them just said you're going to run waxworms. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's a necessary evil. I oh, do okay. like, I, I like. I've got to you turned on them. Squish the waxy, get a little bit get of a little pop goo around there, yep. and just have some floaties in the water. Yep, it's that's a thing. That's the juice. Absolutely. Yep. So scenario number two: brush pile, fifteen yep. foot of water. What are you doing? Bluegills. Oh, yeah, dropper jig, and I'm doing definitely some kind of plastic, probably the noogie, and I'd put some JB's fish sauce on there. Ooh, all right, expand on that a little bit, JB's fish sauce. I got in on that this year, open water, and it worked well. What is it? Who is it? What does it do? Uh, I know Corey Weaver is the owner of the company that makes JB's fish sauce. Is it just some shit he makes in his basement or what? Probably, yeah. I mean, it's, it's basically like a gooey... Kind of fish glue. That's what I did. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> it doesn't make that in his basement. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, Black Magic and Pantastic. What's it smell like? It's really good. I mean, it smells not great. Like But garlic? it's like, kind of, yeah. It's oily, okay. you know. But it, it sticks pretty well. Interesting. So dip, eat open water stuff, ice stuff, dip it all in there. Nice. Run with it. Yeah. it. I like it. I, I actually ran it. This year, so you say think crappie scent, fishing. scent is a big deal. Yeah. 
Yeah. And after I got in on the in-depth outdoors forum, going down the rabbit hole of guys using sunscreen on their boats. Did I tell you about that? No. So spray sunscreen. Sure. Right? Yeah. Love that stuff. Like when you got kids, you're not friggin' wiping sunscreen all over them. Lotion, you know, like. Yeah. No, you're taking spray and just going, here, close your eyes, kid, and sh- spraying them all over. Well, then you wipe them down. Yeah, sure. But yeah. But I mean, it's so much more convenient than yeah. like sunscreen, right? Okay. And there's guys on the forums talking about how that stuff is like a fish killer. Like fish will get the scent of that anywhere and they're out. They're like, no, that's not natural. I'm out. So yeah. that makes me laugh. I had the exact opposite experience. <laughs> All right. So I was putting on sunscreen. You're putting on sunscreen while we were on, fishing. on your jigs. Well, no, while we were fishing uh, Minnesota with the boys, <laughs> I was going out with Sean, and I was putting sunscreen on, and Sean was like, wash your hands before you touch your baits. Yes, do not. I'm surprised he let you have sunscreen in his boat. What? He's red hair. His boat is covered in sunscreen. <laughs> uh, and I didn't wash my hands. I didn't, didn't give a shit about that. <laughs> of course not. Covered, I mean, I probably might have even sprayed my bait with some sunscreen. Freaking <laughs> hammered the walleyes. Like, they didn't care. Walleyes are different. Oh. Oh. It's bluegills? No, I I, I have no idea, but okay. I'm just going off a of word of mouth here. <laughs> no, no. That, I, I, I was waiting for you to say that because I thought it was funny. So, <laughs> no. Yeah. The uh, the fish scent, I, I like get it. why that would work. Sure. Um, I just don't, I don't know how much I buy in on the sunscreen thing. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Time is yet to tell because until I'm done, you know, taking kids out in 20 years, there's always going to be sunscreen. We'll have sunscreen on the boat because yeah. there, it guys have even gone so far. They're saying, Nope, I just put sunscreen on before I go out, go out in the boat. I don't take it on the boat at all. It doesn't touch my boat. I don't spray it anywhere near the boat. I was trying blah, to blah, think blah. if bro put on any sunscreen while we were out, but I don't think he did. I, um, I mean, he was covered head to toe in clothes. Yes. Yep, uh, the su- the sun clothing helps. Yeah, um, and like gloves and all that stuff. Yep. But the other thing with that too, I get it. It if you spray it, you can get it on like an electronic screen. Oh yeah, and then it can't come off. Yeah. Like it's like permanently yeah. on there. You can't even wipe um, it off. If you've seen the hack about using like bugs bug spray to clean your headlights, have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. The hundred percent alcohol on there. No, it's like the deed. Yeah, hmm. that stuff will like dissolve pl- the the outside layer of plastic on your headlights. And turn them from yellow to. I mean, I do know. I mean, I've bought 100% deep before, and I do know if you get it on your neck, it oh. gives you a headache. That stuff is. Yeah, don't legit. get it on your skin. <laughs> don't put it on your skin. Put it on your clothes. I don't know. I put it on my skin before. No, 100%? Yes. 100% deep? That's the stuff that. Don't do that. It melted my tackle box when yeah. it leaked out. It's going to melt your testicles one day, too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, that's the stuff like they have some kind of exemption to sell that to the public. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you know, they're, they're paying like, the government, the yep. FDA. Yep. <laughs> All right, next scenario. Very evil. <laughs> next scenario. Man, we're covering a lot of different stuff here. Yeah, we're today. covering some ground. Yep. Um, channel catfish. <laughs> uh, trying to think of what the scenario is out here in town. You're just thinking the strangest scenarios you can think channel of. Channel catfish off of. I think they're basin channel cats. Yeah. In a group. A whole group of channel cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you throwing down there to catch them? Oh, my gosh. Sleeting outside. <laughs> there you go. Colder um, than hell. 
I mean, I'm still on the rattling flyer. I still need yeah, a that's, a, that's the wrong answer on that. One. What what would you do? I I was gonna say rattling flyer and and waxworm. The widest gap. Uh, jig that you got with a waxy, several okay. waxies, big gooba waxies on there. All right. Wide gap hook. Are you talking a jig or just plain hook? Nah, jig. But the widest jig you got. So schoolie jig. Yeah, I think actually what I'd do is that droplet. That's got a wide, right. wide hook, wide gap on that hook. It's long, so you can really. That's suck a it unique in. bite right there, bro. Yeah, it's not really for the mass. Well, I was thinking, I was still thinking about the last topic a little bit, but we had to divert. Yep. Yeah, I guess we've done episodes before on jigs, and we had a separate episode on spoons. We yep. really got in the weeds. We on did. Was every that season two? Kind. I think we did that. I think we were upstairs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was a good episode. Talking through some of that. Yes. No, season. Yeah, season two. Yep. So if you want to go back and really get into them, that's back when I remembered all the names, too. You did your research. You had a notebook. Oh, I was on it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I was yep. really into it then. You kept your thoughts throughout the week on yep. a notepad. And now we just come here and drink beer and talk. Yep. Now we're just trying to remember what it's like to catch fish through the ice. Yeah, exactly. Soon enough. You guys up north, don't Lucky even talk bastards. about it. Yep. That's uh, one last scenario. What are you doing? If, if I was going to challenge you to go out to Big Creek right now and catch a walleye, what are you going to put on? Oh, man. Dang. What are you going to fish with? Ooh. I know my answer, and it's going to be a curveball. Okay. Even curvier than this? I don't know. Maybe. A Rocky's twin ring. Yeah. Okay. You got to describe what that is. People aren't going to know what that is. So it's basically two split rings hooked together. And that's that lines tied to? Yes. Okay. Yep. And it's got a couple blades on there too. Okay. So it's more of a so it's got four kind blades, of a hybrid blade blades. with a treble hook and some some beads underneath it. So from the line, you're tying to split rings. You're, no, 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 no. You're tying to a blade, and then you got split rings underneath that. Oh. And then All you right. got treble hook. So you're, it's blades and treble hooks. Yep. All the twin yep. ring is, but it's flashy, and when it flutters down, it flings around sideways. Yeah, it flutters and, like crazy. Oh yeah. Yep. What about you, Brett? In a waxy? Oh yeah, waxy for or a jig sure. head. No, or a, a minnow head. No, I'm not big on minnow heads. No. Oh, I'm all in on the minnow. I head. do, and like a real legit minnow. Yeah. Probably not just a minnow. Head. Okay. So what I'm gonna do, if we're going out to Big Creek, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go tip up. Oh, tip-up walleye. <laughs> I'm going to run a spread of tip-ups. I'm going to drop that down towards the bottom, and I'm going to have a, a, a – what's that What's that called? Quick strike rig. Okay. And on one end of the quick strike rig, I'm going to have a dead shad. On the other end, I'm going to have a live minnow. And we're going to let them duel it out. The dueling minnow? No, live shad, shad and one dead minnow. Or one live minnow and one dead shad. Okay, so they'll like twist themselves up in a ball. And well, my thought is the shad is the bait, normal bait out there, and mm-hmm. but then having the live fish near it will make the fish think that that yeah. shad is sure. alive. Adds a little extra yeah. to it. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I might put money on your presentation there. That's pretty now, I ingenious. Mean, I feel like that's like a home run situation. It's an all or nothing situation, yep. but that's it. Really excited to get into the tip-ups a little more. 
coming up. Yep. All right. All in on the tip up game. Last question. Okay. Of your rods that you have right now, what do you have tied on from last season? <laughs> um, Still. Oh, yeah. On the bull whips, one of them has a rattling flyer. And I can't remember what size they come in there. I don't know. Eighth ounce? They're all the... No, they're, yeah, they're... They're weights. different. Yeah, yeah. they're weights. Yeah. It, it's a smaller one. Um, and it's the, like, pearl-colored white. Ooh. The white color. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, then the other bullwhip has a three mil Widowmaker Widowbread color. Oh, dirty. Yep. What, what, what jig? Yeah. The Widowbread dropper jig. Oh, okay. I was like, Widowbread's a paint. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that Wonder Bread pattern, I saw something this summer too, that it makes a lot of sense. Does it? To me about why that, you know, that's a good color to just kind of an all purpose color. So depending on the water conditions, fish will see a different color of that lure based on whatever the, the water is. If it's stained water, they might see something that's a little bit brighter. If it's like they'll see the polka dots? Yep. They'll okay. only see certain colors of the polka dots. Oh. But every every condition of water is covered in the spectrum of yeah. what fish can see. Interesting. So, so that makes a lot of sense. All water yep. bait. You have clear water, okay, then right off the bat they see white. You know, you have dark water, right off the bat they see the yellow dots and the, sure. you know, the blue dots or whatever. Then they can hone in a little bit more if they yep. need. Yep. Interesting. Yep. So that Wonder Bread color, I, when that came out, that was like. This that was is, a big deal. That's the dumbest color I've ever seen. But they hammered them. Oh, man. oh hammered Fish them. Fish loved that. them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They were just like curious enough to. They don't even make Wonder Bread them. anymore. You know that? The actual bread? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever really no, had it. They don't have it. <laughs> We used to be a Wonder Bread family. Well, when I was little. Really? Yeah. You know, white bread on the farm, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. White bread yeah. all day long. Now we Bleached flour. Yep. We had the cheap wheat bread just so we felt a little bit better. About cheap wheat eating. bread? I think the Wonder Bread is as cheap as it got. Yeah, but it's that's white bread. That's why it was a wonder. It's white bread. Yeah. Then you get the wheat bread that's actually white bread, but then they just put a little they extra. put a little brown, brown in it. Brown <laughs> Yeah. They're like, oh, it's better for you. Put some brown on there. It's like, yeah, you got us there. <laughs> nope. Any right. more baits tied on? Um. Oh, I have the caddis on on uh, one yep. of my other real light rods. The one pound line. Oh, yeah. I mean, the finesse setup. It's ready to roll. Yep. Yep. Man, yep. we just ended the season pretty much the same way. The one-to-one reel. Yep. Like, that's that's what I got. Flyer, <laughs> uh, perch talker, caddis, um, the droplet, and the fifth school. Oh, schoolie jig. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> that's just the one you throw out first, then you're like, well, if I can't oh, catch no. anything there. Is it that? I think it's a pinhead minnow, actually. Now that I think about it. I, I was just going through inventory the other day, you know, so I was just looking at them. I mean, I is a it a requirement them. every year to come out with a new kind of jig? Every company. Yeah. They have that's what makes out. me think that it's always, a lot of that's just catching the fishermen. Yep. Like the, yep. you know, all this junk they put on it. Yep. Yeah. What'll be next? What can be next? You know, I think, I don't know. There's sometimes there's some innovation 
There's some innovative things that come I out. I think it's kind of every third year kind of thing. But like I said at the beginning of this podcast, is yep. if it comes out, new stuff that comes out, I just want to think in my head, does it look like it will do something different than jigs that I already have? Yep. Like, will it flutter different? Will it shoot off to the side different? Yep. Whatever. Color-wise, like you said, you color your, you cover your basic colors. Otherwise, I don't think it really matters. Yep. But Maybe at, a very specific At the same bite. time, I, I do like trying different stuff. I like well, seeing what's new. Well, that's the stuff new. that catches the new oh, fishermen. Yeah. Yep. It's got me. Hook, line, and sinker. That's why you got suitcases full of jigs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, we'll be getting out on the ice here uh, pretty shortly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. this will, this episode we'll will be good, uh, uh, coming out while we're coming on the way. Absolutely. From the uh, Minnesota on the sh- show. The uh, St. Paul Ice Show. So if you guys are around, go check out the show. Absolutely. But well, no, it'll be ending. Oh, as man. We come, oh. As this comes out. Well, you can, if you really got on your horse, this comes out at 9 o'clock. St. Paul Ice Show ends at 4. Yep. So listen to this quick. for all the good deals. Listen to this for 40 minutes. And then uh, the show. Yep. I'll ask the show. Pay your $20 to get in, your $20 to park, and then you might save $40 when you buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> buy something at the show. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to go for the spectacle. Yep. Or to talk talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, if you go to the yep. show, you got to talk. You get, we want to be there to talk to the pro staff or the engineers or whoever because they bring a lot of experts to yep. the shows. Talk to all the people. Make all the cool products. So Awesome. We'll catch you guys next time on the Short Rod Show. Ooh.